This is a HeadGum Original. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. If I were you, sitting by the park with two coaches, checking a mirror, If I were you, baby, don't you wanna wanna advise too? And then I think to myself, what would they do? They don't like classy jazz, only Blink 182. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> That's what they call a perfect theme song. It's one for everyone. Really? Because it yeah. had the bossa nova style lounge Yes, I'm jazz. smoking a cigarette in Havana, but then all of a sudden I'm in the mosh pit at Radio 104 Fest. I was transported to two different worlds. Yeah. Yeah. A little twofer. Yeah. Uh, and, and speaking of twofer, this guy uploaded the links to SoundCloud and Google Drive just in case I wanted one or the other. That's really nice. That's he provided a WAV file. He provided an MP3. Oh my God. <laughs> All over the place. Uh, Neil Reed. Mm-hmm. That's his name. Neil Reed. Cool. Thanks for the hours of entertainment and getting real. Do you remember the origin of Koi Jews? What's why that became like a theme song thing, but I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, I think we for a while we were into the word koi. Because it's funny. Yeah. We, yeah. And I think we were koi divas, maybe. Diva mm-hmm. roach. We just like sometimes we we do it with tacky. Yeah. We find a word that we really <laughs> enjoy and we say it a lot. And I think we just got into calling ourselves, for a while we were calling ourselves Jews, which yeah. is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess at some <laughs> point, koi Jews and that stuck. Yeah. So no, I don't remember the origin, but it's kind of ambiguous. It's koi. It's koi. And it is tacky. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's, it's Jewish. Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, sweet. Thanks, Neil Reed. This is a fire you, the only advice show on the web hosted by us. Yep. I'm Amir. I'm Josh. We're still in New York City. We are. You're I feel here. like I've been it's here nice. for a month at this point. It feels like that for me. It's been a while. Yeah. It's funny. When people visit you, even though your life still feels familiar... It's all, it's all rocked. It all goes by the wayside. Like when I'm in New York, your your schedule, your yeah, your routine, it's is upended. Yeah, because normally most of the people I work with are in LA. I have my mornings. Nobody For free. nobody bothers my ass before noon because that's like eight a.m. in LA. Yeah, so I'll go to the gym early. I'll handle emails, errands, chores, things around the house around noon. Cheeky, a things, cheeky fat. Che- yeah, cheeky fat before noon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then a luxurious fap if I'm starting by 10. You're 10? A two-hour tease. <laughs> An edging session that lasts till midday. But when you visit, that's all, it's all off. I'm, yeah, I can see your rock hard, and you, I guess you haven't like, had the release I pre-game. yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a wet dream for lunch. I bumped into you, and you, I think, exploded or something. Yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. It's tough. I, don't, like, I feel all, all over the place. Loopy. Yeah. Strange. Mm-hmm. But I guess this is a more balanced effort. Like You often come to L.A. I rarely come to New York. Right. This when I come to L.A., does, does it feel like it's all, all go for you? 
Uh, I guess it feels a little bit different, but you split your time between NADPOD and If I Were You. So actually, I'm busy when I'm in L.A., and you're kind of the same. You're busy when you're in L.A., but you're also busy when I'm in New York. Yeah. It's sort of a lose-lose. For sure. We should meet somewhere, a third-party city. That's cool. Me and you in Kansas City. Damn. I don't think we've ever been there together. No, no. I've been there a few times, but without you. A few times? Once with Jill on our <laughs> cross-country trip back to New York City when we were moving away from L.A. to get away from you. And then another time, I went there to direct a commercial with Bobby Lamb. I love Bobby. Lamb and I on the Lamb. Yeah, yeah one of your good friends. Yeah. We actually, you would have loved it. We were on a casino. Oh, we like shot that. in a casino. Yeah, I yeah. be Bobby and me. Where was I? Um, I imagine you were in L.A. just jerking your gherkin like I do in New York. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. I feel like whenever you go to places without me, it's I have fun to es- all. escape from you, <laughs> yeah. to be away from you. Right. Yeah. And now that I'm here, I want to leave. Yeah. You want to go somewhere I'm else. Thinking about getting away for the afternoon. Where yeah. do you- I'll to get space just to. Yeah. You're. <laughs> it's not a big deal. You're just you're a lot. You're grading. You're tough to be around for an extended period of time because. <laughs> you know you're needy you're needy in a way and right. you ex- it's not even just being needy because you expect the attention and it's also so yeah it doesn't feel that way to me <laughs> right well nothing feels that way to you because you're you and right you feel like you're all like this coffee that's easy going that's I'm easy going whatever. we were supposed to record the podcast you said i need caffeine and we're like, well, we have to get this podcast out of the way because the engineers are coming in to train in the studio. We're going to set it up. And then yeah. you were like, well, I'm not doing anything until I've had my coffee. Yeah, I said, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. <laughs> yeah. Which is like a and funny way like, to okay, say yeah, that. You're let's addicted. go get your coffee. But then you wanted to take a nap because you didn't want just the jolt of caffeine. Right, because I crash afterwards. Right. So now it's 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. and you made everyone <laughs> stay late. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> and we should say it's December 31st. That's right. Everyone yeah. else had plans. <laughs> right. And we're probably releasing this late February, early March. Yeah. It's like, why are we doing this to ourselves to accommodate you? Yeah. But like, it's not Ball's even to dropping. make you. Ha- it's not even to Three, make you. Three, two, one. Happy New Year. Yeah. Let's focus on the episode. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to do too many production jokes. Uh, okay. Um, like we said, if I were you, uh-huh. advice show. Uh-huh. Let's see if we can answer some questions. Let's do it. I found some uh, pretty insane ones. Really? Some pretty salacious, kind of fucked up ones. These ones are dark. Like, holy shit, I can't believe this person had the audacity to think this, let alone write it down. Wow. All right. But here we go. This one's called Mind Games. Mind Games. Love it. So we'll call this person... Um, David Blaine? (laughs) Oh, that's good. I'm going to visit my sister for a few days in about a week. I'm staying with her. For about a week while I move, my concern is actually about her boyfriend. They've been together for a while now, and I used to think he was a really nice guy. Just a bit on the quiet side. My feelings for him changed after the last time I sated with them. Sated, (laughs) I guess, yeah. I mentioned to my sister that I can't stand Cheeto Puffs. Where's this going? (laughs) The next day, he showed up from running errands with a big bag of the cheesy snack. (laughs) For the entire rest of my stay, he always had a bag nearby. 
It just seemed really off to me. Like, who does he think he is? Is this some kind of dominance thing? My sister doesn't even seem to notice or care. Is it just me or is he trying to spite me by eating Cheetos puffs? Please tell me I'm not that crazy mm. and that this collar-popping douchebag is being a dick. Love, ooh, I was going to say his real name. Oh, my Whoa, God, can you imagine? David Blaine. David Blaine. P.S. I was FaceTiming with my sister, and I saw him in the background eating Cheetos puffs. Well, so then he might like them on his own. <laughs> what? It's, it's like you don't like this very popular snack. Yeah. A lot but, of people love them. Yeah, but they're not too popular. I mean, like, you we, haven't probably had them in years. We have some in the kitchen. Puffs? Yeah. Cheeto puffs? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. A big blue bag? I don't know if it's the blue. Well, they're individual. I th- and I mean, like Pirate's Booty or like anything at Trader Joe's. These puffs are, they're still popular. Yeah. They don't, they're not like, I remember when I was a kid, we used to have like the plastic tub of Cheeto balls. Oh, the cheese balls. Yeah, God, the cheese I love balls, that. Yeah. I used to like suck on them until like the cheese went away and then they That's like became like rock hard. They went from like thick nasty. sponges to like. That's so gross. Yeah, I used to do that. They, they were called cheese balls, like C H E E Z. Cheese balls, yeah. Yeah, a fucking plastic wheelbarrow or yeah. a keg. Yeah, I love no, what's it. called? The, yeah. Uh, bucket, the plastic bin, the plastic. It's like, you know, in the Old West, the like Donkey Kong threw them. Barrel. Barrel, yeah. Oh. A big plastic fucking barrel of cheese balls. Yeah. Um, I love those too. I, I love the sucking I, thing. That's this that's guy's actually, making me want to eat Cheeto puffs at this point. Yeah, what you did was basically just remind him that he liked Cheetos yeah. or cheesy puffs, cheese puffs, whatever. Yeah, they cheesy are. poofs. Cheesy Remember poofs. that from the South Park? Cheesy poofs. Yeah, that show is good. It's great. Like, it's been co-opted by like needy tweens, but yeah, it's still yeah. funny. Still hilarious. Beefcake. <laughs> cheesy um, poof. <laughs> That was actually my aim name for a little while. Cheesy Poof? Yeah. Wow, not bad. I was a fairly early adopter. Yeah, Cheesy Poof's a pretty good, no no numbers, no extra letters, just Cheesy Poof. Yeah. Do you remember the password on that? It was, yeah, it was Spade, like David Spade. Mm. Remember there was, a, Justin, Justin Ouellette was a programmer at Vimeo whose screen name was Refrigerator. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty good screen name. But now, like, you know, you were sitting on these, like, awesome AIM names. I don't even think. AIM exists anymore. Yeah. Like, could you possibly sign into AIM or AOL? Right. right did, they, now? And did they park the domain names or could I now get a great AIM name? Uh, right. At like, the are they I gone forever or do they expire? Is ChillDude22 available? AOL Instant Messenger. Like, could I download AOL Instant Messenger right now? Do you think yes sure. or no? Ooh, I guess I do think so. You do think I can? Yeah. I feel like they, they adopt, they like made some kind of new version. AOL Instant Messenger. It redirects me to cancel.aol.com. Interesting. I guess aol.com still exists. Like, you can use it as a mail client. AOL. Yeah, this is the AOL front page right now. It looks like Yahoo or something. Oh, wow. They really rebranded with, like, the minimalist Helvetica (laughs) AOL. (laughs) Yeah. It looks like a... Like a coffee shop in Copenhagen. Right. It's Heige. Yeah. (laughs) Low-key Heige. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to try to log into my former AOL account, see what's Bob going Rooney? on in there. Yeah, my Bob Rooney. But this is not Instant Messenger. I really think they killed AIM. AIM uh, Slack killed the AIM star. <laughs> what do you think? Slack <laughs> killed the AIM star <laughs> in my AIM and in my star. 
<laughs> Slack killed the AI aim star. Uh, so TikTok with three views. Oh, look, Product Sunset on Mar So it came out in 1997, mm -hmm. which is basically the highlight of my life. And then in 2012, AOL ended employment of AIM's development staff while leaving it active. Uh, and on 2017, it was announced that the AIM service would be discontinued. Wow. However, a not-profit team known as the Wildman Productions started up a server for older versions of Instant Messenger known as AIM Phoenix. That's cool. So you can go on AIM still. Yeah, you can still what use What a fun AIM little Phoenix. nostalgic thing. <clears throat> God yeah. damn. The noise of the door opening and shutting. It really would be so fun to just like, if that account still worked and I could just open it up almost like it's a time machine and yeah. see what that list of that people buddy list like. i want to see what my buddy list was junior year of high school oh that's like really how, cool. i don't talk to oh god i mean not half almost any of those people i guess just jeff dave and mike wow this this phoenix things look like you can talk on aim icq msn chat g chat it's all the old types of chat wow group chat service have retained con conversation history huh I wonder if Phoenix can fucking access that shit. We got to look into this thing. Man, to read your old AIM transcripts, would you want, if you could get them printed out <laughs> almost as like a book, like an encyclopedia, would yeah. you want that? Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, worst case scenario is I don't read it. What yeah. about uh, you can get all of your AIM conversations, but you have to tweet a link to them? God, no. You wouldn't want anybody else reading it. No, because someone would read through them much, much more carefully than me. And yeah. I'm sure I said some pretty nasty shit at age 14 yeah, in for 1997. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that out in the world, I don't think. I'm actually accessing, what was yours? Not Big telling you. 38 Jake or something. Not even close. <laughs> I bet it's really close. Big Jake 38. Way off. It's way off. What was it? <laughs> You were right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we'll look into this later. But what should this person do? I assume maybe oh. the Cheeto Puffs thing sort of reminded him. Yeah, I think next. I think the only way to know for sure is to go stay with them and eat a bunch of cheese puffs. Just get over it, just for that weekend, and just eat them nonstop and see if he says anything. Mm. If he's like, "I thought you didn't like cheese puffs," then he was doing it to fuck with you. But task. if he doesn't notice, then and that's that's also how you big dog him back. That's cool. He's like, I actually love puffs myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. break you out in hives. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really fucking good, actually. I'm not allergic to the cornstarch. Uh, okay, mm -hmm. don't take it so personally. Ultimately, I think so. Uh, all right, e and either way, so if don't take it personally, and if he meant it personally, then he's then you're fucking him over, and if he actually didn't, then all is good. Yeah, honestly, if someone is mean to you, that's fine because you're in the right. Yeah, the goal is to just not be mean to other people. Right, exactly. Right. So ultimately, anybody could be mean to you, and that's that's okay. on them. Yeah, that's sort of making them look bad, and you look cool by not caring right. or evidently caring a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but hiding that. Uh, all right, let's take a break, come back, answer some more questions after these messages. Okay. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Bless you. Uh, uh, did I sneeze? No, I was <laughs> blessing them for sponsoring us. Oh, I see. Bless them. Uh, Squarespace is the greatest way to build a website. Gaia <laughs> 
So you did think I sneezed. <laughs> that time, yeah. <laughs> Squarespace is the greatest way to build a website. Yes, there it is. <laughs> um, it has very simple drag-and-drop technology, so you can design it effortlessly. Mm -hmm. You don't need to know how to code at all. Finally. And you can still just come up with a professional-looking portfolio or online store. Yes, exactly. In minutes. So simple. You can even buy a domain name through Squarespace. Oh my God, that's why we hit you with a fresh new domain every single time. Mine this week is HiRodney.com. HiRodney. Yes, if you have a friend named Rodney that you'd like to say hello to, HiRodney.com, and then you could make the landing page you kind of waving and that's saying cool. hello to your friend Rodney. That's not too dissimilar from mine, which is byrodney.com. Really? But B-U-Y-Rodney.com. Really? If you want to purchase Rodney. Yeah. A yeah. hello or a chair or something <laughs> right. like that. So you, you can, can buy something buy for Rodney. Rodney things. Right. Yeah. That's actually very interesting. I might cop that. I might buy by Rodney. <laughs> you buy what? I might buy by Rodney. <laughs> buy by Rodney. <laughs> buy by I might Rodney. buy by Rodney. <laughs> I might buy by Rodney. Yeah. What are you saying? <laughs> you can find out at highrodney.com. Uh, well, you can build anything you want, but you should go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your purchase of a website or domain. Amazing. So again, it's squarespace.com slash segments right. and use that coupon code, that promo code segments mm -hmm. so when you're ready to turn that free trial into a real official website for all to see. Beautiful. You get 10% off. They're already low, low prices. Exactly. Uh, so check them out. If you're ever in the need to create a website, remember squarespace.com yep. slash segments. Right on. <laughs> Thanks, Squarespace. <laughs> Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. And we're back. Um, yes. No unsolicited advice this week. No, we have too many questions to answer. Yeah, and people to see. Yeah, that's true. This is like a robust, thriving urban metropolis, and I'm not going to spend it in this room talking to you about like what we should or shouldn't be doing. Yeah. I can go within 10 minutes be at the Natural History Museum. Right. And you could, yeah, you can be at different museums. You could eat at world-class restaurants. You could be going to shows, to Broadway plays, musicals, to concerts. At the drop of a hat. At the and what have you done finger. since you've been here? I, yesterday, uh, we had the day off. Mm -hmm. So what did you do? I had breakfast at Chipotle at two. Yeah. And then I passed the fuck out. I think right. I'm jet lag or something. No, I think you had food poisoning. <laughs> Because you only eat at Chipotle and then the I, issue. Yeah, I woke You basically up. just eat it. You wake up and eat at Chipotle and then go back to bed. Yeah, I had this barbacoa yeah. outbreak allergy thing. Uh -huh. And then I went to bed at 4 p.m. and I woke up at 1 in the morning. Have we talked about paddle tennis? Have we talked about paddle? That's Because that's something we, we did do. About. That's, that's what, what something, we should do. Yeah, that's, we so can't actually, fully endorse it. Well, we'll get into it. But yeah. 
So Micah, your brother, right. played paddle tennis about a month ago here. Padel, P-A-D-E-L, paddle yeah. tennis. I think, I don't know how it's pronounced. I, he yeah. was calling it padel, but also paddle. Right, there but, is paddle tennis, which right. is like more of like an open source sport that anybody yeah. can play this seemingly is anywhere. Evidently some kind of proprietary sport called padel, P-A-D-E-L. Right. Yeah, and, and it's a very specific sport that like you have to build specific courts to specific like dimensions slash... Yeah. Some of the wall is a glass wall. Some of it is a cage. It's very specific. There's a lot of, there's pickleball, there's tennis, there's squash, there's racquetball, there's platform tennis, tennis, there's paddle tennis. Yeah. Um, But they're all, so basically just racket sports. But what what he found is that there's this place that's basically like a huge indoor uh, paddle court um, arena Mm -hmm. where there's several different courts. should we talk about what the what the court looks like? Yeah, the court is sort of like a carpeted indoor tennis court. Yeah. But instead of with like a stringed racket, it's more like a flat metal racket that you right. play, but with a real tennis ball. Yeah, yes. No strings, real tennis ball, kind of like a firm carpeted ground with some sand on it for yeah, friction. Yeah, sometimes there's sand. And then it kind of reminds me of racquetball because you can like hit it against the glass wall in the back and it bounces off the yeah. wall and goes to the other side. And there's... There's a there's three quarters of the court is covered in a, like or is walled by a cage, <laughs> yeah. and the rest is glass. Yeah, and, just, and there's three squares. Uh, there's like a forehand side, a backhand side, and then kind of like the baseline behind Back that. rectangle. Yeah, um, but there's not really any in or out. As long as your serve goes cross court and into one of the service boxes, mm-hmm. you're good. Uh, and it doesn't bounce and hit the fence, then the ball is in play. And yeah. after that, as long as the ball bounces once on the other side of the court, it can go off a fence, it can go off the glass. You can play the ball, like it can bounce, and you can hit it off your back, your own back glass. Yeah, and then it flies and then it goes to the over. other side. Um, so yeah, it's it was a fun tennis hybrid racquetball thing that we yeah, played. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you and I played on a team. Yeah. We talked about how we need to play each other. But we played on it. We played on the team. And we beat Micah and his friend. In kind of a glorious fashion. I, I wish we videotaped the whole thing, though. It wouldn't have gone down that way. Just a slight variation would have tilted the entire game off. Because, on yeah, axis. we went we, we went down early in the first set. 2 yeah. nothing. Came back. And won 6-4. Tied it up. 2-2. Yeah. Two, two. They went up 4-2. And then we ended up winning 6-4. Six, 6-4, four. Four, of course. Next set. It seemed like they turned it on. We mm-hmm. switched sides. They they jumped ahead for nothing. That's right. And I and I was like, great. Well, we're gonna have to split sets and and play a third one to see who, That's who right. wins. We got to get it out within the hour. But we stormed back, comeback kid four. style. We won six four. Uh, so it was very fun to play. But the reason I hesitate to endorse it is the um, the expenditure. The pricing was um, I was stunned. <laughs> I was yeah. shocked. I yeah. was taken aback. It's, I mean, New York is an expensive place. Yeah, everything is like 1.5x more than you would think in another city. Like, for instance, my climbing gym. I think it's like $30 for a day pass. In other places I've gone, it's like 15 to 20 Exactly. A so salad is $18 instead of 12 Yeah. Um, but this was, a, this was beyond the pale, I, I think. Right. So the only thing I had to compare it to is uh, what I pay to rent a court in L.A. for tennis, which is eight dollars an hour. Right. And then Mike is like Padel tennis, yeah. which is really fun, is fifty five an hour. Right. So I'm like, I started laughing. I'm like, well, that's four X what I usually pay for the court. Yeah. 
but I guess this is also a different kind of tennis variation. Uh-huh. But so I guess you're telling the truth. Fifty five an hour seems extreme. Right. And he's like, yeah, but it's per person. Yeah. So there's four of us. And then I'm like, okay, so you are fucking with me. We're obviously not paying two hundred twenty dollars an hour. Yeah. For a court. Because that's like how much you pay right. for like a helicopter ride, and it's true we weren't paying two hundred and twenty an hour. We actually had to pay a little bit more. Because exactly, it didn't include the rentals. It didn't include the rentals, yeah. which and you need a racket yeah. and you need the balls. So but actually, was, you can't rent the balls. You, you have, have to, to buy, buy the balls. balls. Right. Yeah. So it's sixty dollars per person. There was four of us. Is two hundred and forty dollars for the hour. Yeah. Which is unprecedented hourly rate for anything. Even therapy is cheaper totally. than that. Yeah. yeah. And it comes with nothing. Like you don't, it's not like going to the paddle house gets you access to, to a juice like a, bar, a, right, sauna. a locker room. Yeah. Or you like can stay there for the gym. whole day. Yeah. No. Yeah. You were just one hour. Literally $240 Uh for the hour, which is like a really nice dinner, but you get to spend a lot of time at the dinner. This is like, you got to be out of here at five because you're here at four. But look, I will say, I will say that we had so much fun. That we considered going back. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's insanely expensive, but it was essentially worth it. $60 per person. It's funny how expensive it was, but I think it was worth it. I don't have any regrets. I don't have regrets for doing it once. I don't think I could afford to do it every day though. Well, the so this this gym for <laughs> it's called the Paddle House. Paddle House. You can you can join and be a member for what was that? One hundred and twenty, one hundred and fifty, one hundred and fifty a month plus a four ninety initiation fee, four hundred five hundred dollar initiation fee, which doesn't a month. get you free access to the courts. It gives you the privilege of paying thirty five an hour right. to rent the court. Yeah. So for $150 an hour plus $500. You can get $20 off your hourly rate. Yes. Which you'll break even if you play eight times a month, which will cost And are you allowed to bring guests? Like, we didn't even ask that. Of course not. I assume not. You yeah. can't bring anything. Like I, So I would pay $35 an hour, but if I brought you, it's not $35 an hour for I'm you. Su- I'm still paying the $55. Yeah, I would right? think so. Would it's think a very so. expensive hobby slash sport. Yeah. Very fun, uh-huh. but also $240 an hour is hard to... Justify, justify yeah every yeah like and it's like oh we should have reserved the court for two hours for sure okay so that's what 120 dollars to exercise per day but then you start saving money on the on the rental because you're not renting per hour yeah because mm-hmm. <laughs> are you renting like the the equipment rental yeah that's an overhead right. one-time yeah. rental fee uh-huh <laughs> uh yeah so Activity good. Actually, somebody DM'd me. They live in Dublin, and he pays nine euro an hour. Yeah. Well, so, what, what, hap- we, what we need is more paddle houses to flood the market so the price can go down. Because it's very, very fun. There's not even one in L.A. Yeah. Like, that's how rare it is. I think they're going to take the world by storm. Because pickleball is fun, but it's too free. Yeah. And we need something. Pickleball is already over because everyone's playing it. Mm-hmm. People are annoyed with picklers. Yeah. So we're we're at gonna... least this is a contained place. There's a place for paddle. What we could do is just hire someone to build two paddle courts in like an empty warehouse. Ultimately somewhere. cheaper. Yeah, and then we and would then be we the would, ones yeah. charging. We should shut our headgum and do that. Yeah, because this could be a court. Yeah. It's not that much space. Or this could be this the area where you charge for the rentals. Oh, that's cool. And so for the racket, how much do you imagine? Um, well, what does paddle do? 15, 10, and 10 for the racket? I think $5 per hour for the racket. Oh, uh, we sure up that because we don't have the court. Yeah. We need to make our money on the racket. Yeah. Rental. <laughs> you think it's a racket. Would... <laughs> nice. Nice, dude. You think people would rent the racket from us if there's no court though? Yeah, because then they would take the, take it to the paddle, paddle. house. So you rent yeah, it from us. Because we rent it by the week. 
<laughs> instead of by the hour. That's cool. Yeah. It's kind of like surfing in that way. Exactly. <laughs> My other expensive hobby. <laughs> but the beach is free, man. You'll never see someone charging the ocean. Yeah, but you have to pay to the park. Really? Uh-huh. Shit. <laughs> that parking's free too, actually. Imagine hanging 10 and charging 10. That's good. <laughs> That's like impossible, right? <laughs> There's no way, right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah, you are. Actually, someone wrote us an email saying that they're in a pickle. Let's hear it. And it's about sports. Great. A sports pickle, literally. I love that. I'm a junior in high school, and I come from a family that lives and breathes football, and I was pressured into playing it all my childhood. And this year, I finally decided to quit, and my whole family is very disappointed because uh-huh. it was the only sport I played. My question is, should I play this year for my family or just shake it off and find another activity? Did you ever play a sport just for your family? Um, yeah, kind of. Um, I think I everything I ever played was because my parents were making me in, in yeah. their own way. Yeah. Now that I think about it, like every kid before the age of probably 13 is just like, like I was not like, take me to basketball tryouts. My mom's like, yeah, basketball tryouts. Yeah. We'll try out for the team and then you'll play the thing. I imagine like, yeah, I think I was presented with choices, you know, like, and I was most resistant to some of them and less resistant. Like, I really hated soccer for some reason. I never played Little League soccer or baseball. I wish I played more because now I love soccer and I wish I were better at it. Yeah, now that we're closer to the age of the adults, I'm like, now I'm thinking from their angle, like, if I have kids, I'm just going to make them play all the sports. Like, Yeah, so they're a little well-rounded when they grow yeah, up. Yeah, and then you could be like, yeah, even if you suck, it builds character as an adult that you were really bad at this thing and you learn how to adapt. Or if you're really awesome, it's cool because it's like, hey, yeah. look at my fucking kid. He just scored 10 points in right. this basketball Maybe you game. like it, yeah. I mean, I remember, I remember being like pushed to Wait, play. Wait, shut up a second. No adult <laughs> wishes they played sports less as a kid. You know what I mean? All right, I, I don't continue. Know. <laughs> That's also not... It's not true. I like I have uh, friends who were like, I wish I didn't play that much. I took it too seriously. Yeah. Like my, my sister Liza was like, uh, she was doing gymnastics like 30 hours a week at one point. And that's like, well, I mean, at the time she did, but now she's grown up and she's like, wow, I like really, I was, yeah. Yeah. Like Nick, uh, Nick Rad was like a world-class wrestler wrestler in high school. And he's, yeah, yeah, it feels like that was, you know, too much to put on a kid. So some, yeah, there it goes both ways. I think. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Also, you interrupted me to have this kind of like (laughs) milk toast, ill thought out take. Yeah, that didn't need, it didn't justify basically. You told me to shut up. You said shut up for a second. I thought I said stop for a second. Really? Well, I meant I said shut up for a second. But it wasn't like, shut up. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was like, it was basically like, shut the fuck up for a second. Yeah, that's exactly what it was like. But not in like a, in what? A mean way. <laughs> I'm telling you how you felt. Yeah. What were you saying even? I don't remember now. Right. It, yeah. That thought it doesn't is matter. Slash gone. I think this person's not going to let their parents down as much as they think they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, like, I think maybe it's like, let's a parent down to be like, I quit football and I don't want to do anything. But like, if you're, if you want to, if you have a good reason for quitting football, um, I'm into this other thing. Your parents can get into that. I think parents just need to find a way to support, at least good parents need to find a way to support you or like show their like their love for you. That's cool. So it's almost like a lesson to your parents. I'm not going to play football. Now yeah. what? Right. Do you support like me my for art. me? Uh, I used to play little league basketball growing up, but only because I had friends who played basketball. My friends were really good uh-huh. and I was bad. Right. My friend's dads were like the coaches and like when your dad is the coach, did you ever play like uh youth basketball? 
you basically have tryouts and yeah. all the coaches watch you do play and then you they literally have a draft where it's like i want this kid this kid this kid so there's like some parody in the I, see. I played like jcc basketball and that was not how we did it yeah and so because you're his my friend my best friend growing up his dad was the coach he always got the that player his yeah. son who's really good right and then also they would throw in me like i would be <laughs> on the team because they're like nobody wants this other kid yeah oh that's like the con- so he'd be the star and then right. i would the always consolation. be on his team. It's like yeah, yeah. All right, like you get the star because yeah. he's your son, but that's not totally fair. So yeah. you have to have this dead weight. Yeah, and Amir has to fucking start, and then all the yeah. other coaches would giggle. <laughs> yeah, and then the dad, the coach, mm-hmm. would be like, "All right, I can start him, but I don't want to yeah. have to play him equal amount." And then minutes. one summer, you spent every single day practicing yeah. in your in your and driveway. Spurt. Yeah, you had a growth spurt, and you came out and you showed everyone because you still sucked. Yeah, and, and I it, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I'm bad at basketball God, now? man. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wanted to show them I can shoot. Nice. The rock. Awful. <laughs> Awful. I'm not a part of this. By shooting a single rock, which yeah. was ultimately fine. It was ultimately a loud noise, fine. but nobody yeah. was hurt that right. day yeah. in this fucking Great. metaphorical story. You rescued story. this weird joke. <laughs> <laughs> but I have no actual um, experience playing real sports like football, wrestling, nothing combative yeah. like that. You ever put on pads and stuff like that for football? Yeah, no, never. Wrestling? Not. Um, I don't think so. No. Yeah, yeah. It seems hard. Definitely. I played flag football. Oh, you know what? I did one time because one of my, so my high school football team, uh, basically my high school, I we were it was a really small school, mm-hmm. so you were required to play two sports. Two. Every, yeah, a year. So like, wow. Um, I think in the year, year one, I did like cross country and then tennis. Um, but the next year I didn't want to play anything cause it, I wasn't good. Um, and one of the, one of the ways I could get out of playing sports was by being the athletic manager's assistant. Okay. So I was just <laughs> kind of like, I would go to the athletic fields after school yeah. and I would just like drive around in a golf cart and like, I'd bring, uh, the soccer team water or yeah. I'd go and like, uh, if a football player was injured, I'd drive them to the bus or whatever. Yeah, you were a de facto. I was a gopher. Yeah. yeah, I was. An, I was just an assistant, and I it did, it wasn't a real sport, but it counted because I was doing something. Yeah, and I remember um, the football coach like needed me to help like them run a play to kind of like show them how they were supposed to block or whatever. Yeah. And I was so inept that even when he was like, tell, like he was like setting things up, he's like, all right, so like just yeah, run towards me. And I like was like walking, and he's like, and like juke left, and I was like, didn't know what to do. I don't and know what every, juke means. Yeah, everyone on the football team was just laughing at me trying to run a fake football play so the coach could fake tackle me to understand what they were supposed to do. Didn't you spend a summer as a jock strap? Like your team didn't have enough jock straps. <laughs> yes, yes. And you had to literally protect the quarterback's balls That's right. during a drill. That's right. That's so they true. would long snap it yeah. into your face yeah. just to like check. But the I was cup. able to put that on my resume and I got into college. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. a cup for a summer. Yeah. You're, it's an ex- the student government being a cup. <laughs> Here, let's test the cup. You yeah. wear a cup and Hurwitz, you put your teeth where yeah. that guy's balls are exactly. and I'll kick you. People need to, they, you need to have like that, like volunteering really good for your college resume. Yeah. Being a towel. <laughs> a towel boy. Yeah. No, 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 no. You oh. just be a towel. So yeah, they'll use you to wipe their face after a play. I was a drying rag. 
I did the same thing because there was uh, one one semester a year, uh, the PE was aquatics, which is like swimming stuff. Oh yeah. And I did not want to do that at like seven thirty in the morning. Right. I wasn't good at swimming. It was uh-huh. really cold. I had to deal with like changing the locker room. So you could sign up for a PE elective. So I took badminton. Nice. So like all these guys would go like swimming in the morning, and I would like I don't know do nothing, and then I would take badminton. And that's why you're so good at padel. Exactly, which yeah. brings us back to the padel. Yeah, badminton is another fun racket sport. That's true. Yeah, a lot of running. All right, you don't have to play football. There, we said it. Yeah. Are you happy? You are absolved. Um, but everything else you have to do: Paddle? soccer, tennis, yeah. padel, being a cup. Yeah, as a towel, being water. <laughs> You have to be at least water. Will you at least be water this, this is semester? Water. Uh, all right, let's take another break. Thanks some mores, and we'll be back after these messages. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our show. Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels mm. your unwanted subscriptions. Yo, that's cool. Then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills. Wow, very nice. I mean, this is just an instant way to save cash. Yeah, and it's good to save cash because it's good to have cash because that way you can spend the cash on different that you things. haven't saved. Whether yeah. you want to spend it on a trip or a right. salad. Right. Or like different ways. Those to are the two things you can buy right now. Yes, easily. You have to choose. Uh, in fact, Rocket Money has over 5 million users and help them save an average of $720 a year. That's a lot of cash. Saved. That's half a billion dollars in canceled subscriptions. Man, if I had that much cash, I would absolutely rent like a three-bedroom You'd studio. You'd hundreds or... of millions of dollars left yeah. over. Well, then I might even do... Well, three, Buy a, a mansion. I would do a Buy three... Buy a yacht. I would do a three-bedroom <laughs> with a one-car garage, but it is, it's attached. It's so you ADU. can actually go right in from... From the garage and then into you the house, you have to go income, sort of renting that space out. Right. So you yeah, if I had how much? You said, how many billion? Five hundred million dollars. So if I had five hundred million dollars, I could have yeah a a, a a three bedroom with an ADU studio that I could Airbnb. You could have like a thousand of them. Hundred dollars in yes, you can do whatever and you I'm want. Cash <laughs> at that point. You already have the cash. You have the half a bill. What would I do with a hundred dollars a night in the, an Airbnb? You'd have so much more than that. Wow. Interest alone, you can have fifty million dollars a year. Maybe I do a two car garage. It doesn't matter. Because then you I would buy whatever. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to have the second car, but you'd have, if a friend came over and it was raining, they could park in the garage and go right in through the house because, like I said, it's You could change the climate with that much money. It would never rain on your parade because <laughs> you'd be rich. And if you want to be rich, you can go to rocketmoney.com slash segments. That's rocketmoney.com slash segments. That way they know we brought you. Right on. Thanks, Rocket Money. Thanks. This episode of our show is brought to you by yet another podcast called See the Thing Is. Oh, yeah, folks, are you a millennial? And do you miss what life was like in those 2000s, those aughts? I think I am. I think I'm the oldest millennial. It's like 83 yes. to 90 or something. You are a grandfather millennial. That's correct. I've grandfathered mm-hmm. in, in between Gen X and millennial. Um, exactly. And that's why you're going to love See The Thing Is. It's a podcast hosted by Grammy Award winning R&B artist Bridget Kelly and media personality and podcast trailblazer Mandy B. That's right. Real opinions, genuine connections, and they have awesome guests like Ari Lennox, Big Frida, Remy Ma, Van Lathan, and much, much more. Always more. There's always more, folks. And if that's not enough, you'll leave with some new music recommendations or a curated playlist that you didn't even know you needed. So absolutely beautiful. Yeah. If you're looking to add another pod to the rotation, follow 
and or subscribe to See The Thing Is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on YouTube. Yes, their new audio episodes drop every Tuesday and Friday, and visuals are available on YouTube on Wednesday and Saturday. You're going to love those. Sweet. Enjoy. Thank you, See The Thing Is. Have fun. All right, we've returned. Yes, we have. One last question. To rule them all. That's right. Uh, This one is sort of about politics. So let's tread lightly. Yeah. We'll call this guy... Hunter Biden. Thank you. Longtime watcher slash listener, and I need some help. Recently, my best friend and I were talking about politics, and she said that we should send all the immigrants home because they were stealing our jobs and our money. When I say immigrants, she's talking about every foreigner. She also dropped some pretty extremist right-wing views recently, like how working class are subservient to the upper class. She's basically a neo-Nazi. The weird thing is she comes from a family of first-generation immigrants, no British blood in her, and both her parents work, so she's technically working class. Before this, she also had really was a really good friend to me and helped me through loads of stuff, and I used to think she was the nicest person before I... Found out she was mental. How am I supposed to react to this? And should I stop contacting with her before she starts healing? Uh, sorry, hailing the yeah. Third Reich. Am I overreacting to stop talking to her just because of this? I think not necessarily. It's fine to be like, this is so fucked up. I don't even want to change your opinion. Yeah. Like some people are so far gone. There's there's nothing doing there. I mean, it's I don't know. I think for me, it'd be hard. Like... If one of my best friends just started saying that, I wouldn't feel like I had a connection with them anymore. You would feel like I can't even get through to you. Yeah. But I also don't, I don't know. Yeah. I think it kind of depends on how important, um, like how often are you having these conversations? Because people have to live with this within their families and stuff, you know? Like yeah, they, it's like, oh, I got the one conservative uncle. Yeah, and I'm lucky that I don't really have that, but I know that people, you can't just like completely cut people out of your life sometimes. Yeah, is your entire family, even extended family, a bleeding heart liberal cuck? I don't think entire extended family bleeding heart liberal. Like we had some conservatives in like, some second cousins, like some some very far off cousins. So you don't have to interact with very much. But they don't, I mean, they, like we're conservative, but don't vote for Trump. Right. You know, not like, I think that's like a different level now. A Mitt Romney Republican. Yeah, yeah. But this lady seems to be like a very extreme right. like anti. Like QAnon thing. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's that's rough. And I think I personally would excommunicate just about anyone from my <laughs> life for having those thoughts. Yeah. I remember that when we were talking about the, when Trump was first elected, Billy was on our podcast. He's like, yeah, if they're my friend, I'd want to like get to know them, get to the bottom of it, and try to change their mind. Yeah. And you were more like, no, if you actually think this stuff, I want nothing to do with you. Yeah. That seems to be the gamut of what you can do. Yeah. Right. So, And Billy's a better person than me, so I'd maybe take Billy's advice. <laughs> but for but me... Also how, is the, the equivalent of them trying to change your mind? Like, it's that not going to happen? Yeah. I don't know. What is it? It's you... Uh, God, I forget the metaphor. But, like, meetings, meeting, like, debating somebody. Oh, yeah, debating someone that's stupid. They bring you to their level and then beat you with their intelligence or something like that. Mm, interesting. Um, so, yeah, I don't want to get into these conversations with right. anybody. It's always weird when someone who's, like... Oh, beat you with experience. Ins- yeah. Know, whatever. When you're, like, debating with someone and they, like, they know a bunch of, like minutia that you don't they're like well what about the thing that happened in 1979 you're like i don't know what that is see 
Yeah. You don't know what happened in 1979. Well, I imagine you don't either, because whatever <laughs> it is, you live your life fueled by hate, and I don't. But so it seems like wrong. someone changed this person's mind, or at least someone formed, like, nobody has this opinion from birth. They yeah. have to have been mind changed at one point, and I yeah. guess we have too. Yeah. Yeah, from our friends slash television shows that we we're watch. all in our own corners, but one of them is the right one. Yeah, we're in the right bubble for sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're extremists, but for the correct side. Mm-hmm. Um, so should I stop contacting with her before she starts? How like how did they say this is a best friend? Was this like uh, recently my best friend? Yeah, if it was your best friend. Yeah, I really don't know. I think if if that's my best friend, I start looking at my other friends and being like, maybe your new best friend and the old best friend is kind of just like close acquaintance. You don't have to like fully cut that person out, but it's like, all right, well, I think that your takes on politics are so bad that I think I can't spend all my time with you. Like I would a best friend, Yeah. but maybe you're good in small doses and my other best friends, we can hang out and like anything is on the table. Cause I know that I, I feel more comfortable around them. Yeah. Also, when it comes to my, like, best friend, I don't have, like, a singular person. I have, like, a group of friends. Well, you do. Me, is, I'm, I would say I'm your best friend, but you mean, like, after me? Or do you mean, like, I was trying to figure out because you were, like, you said you don't have. I barely know you. <laughs> like, I'm sorry for that. <laughs> ruh <Ruh-roh. laughs> Record scratch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Record scratch. <laughs> like, we go weeks, months without talking. Sometimes I, I don't that. care to know you on a personal or that. interpersonal. I don't know your opinion about this kind of stuff. Yeah. We have no deep or meaningful conversations, right. literally, at this level. Yeah. yeah. But we make each other laugh and we bring each other a lot of joy. You don't. And I think ultimately, <laughs> I was going to say, I think ultimately that's what matters to. Right. And I disagree even with that. Yeah. Right. I see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but. So what we do have, my, I was going to say what we do have <laughs> is history because we, you know, we've known each other for a long time and you can't even, the even only a new true best thing friend, is that we've known each other for a long time. You can't take that away from us. <laughs> we've known each other for a long time. That's history and that's meaningful. And I think that's what makes us closer than <laughs> say any of your other right. friends. I was going to say, if there's a group of friends, someone's going to feel like your best friend, if they're hanging out with like nine people, yeah, then it's weird if they're all on the other side of her like i think one thing and my eight friends in this friend group don't yeah don't you then start second guessing one your friends and two whether you're actually correct about your thoughts Mm -hmm. or do you just think oh all my friends like do you have a do you have an opinion that eight of your closest friends all disagree with i don't think so oh i remembered uh (laughs) when we went on a camping trip this was like 15 years ago i said that you could cheat on someone you loved and everybody said that you couldn't really yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh because by definition you don't love them yeah 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 and then you're like no you can still love them but cheat on them and i remember everybody was kind of aghast yeah and i was like well i think that's true (laughs) and so so i guess they could think that about foreign politics or you know immigration or um... yeah some things are just taboo and you don't want the things to be taboo with your best friend but like if I got in the back of an Uber, I wouldn't just like start talking politics because you're like, this won't be fun. Right. So maybe that's kind of the thing that you do with this friend now. You sort you of just push that stuff off. Fade away from this best friend on these topics. And I think inevitably that that person will become less your friend because yeah. you're not talking about every single thing. It's not all on the table. Do you think 
do, do you think your cheating thing you still believe and your friends still disagree with or you guys have sort of come on a common ground i i I, well, I don't talk to these people about that anymore. I, like, well, I haven't talked to them. I think it's still true. Yeah. I think it's still true. So it's up to them if they've changed their mind. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. I, yeah. I bet a lot of people think they're wrong, but I think it's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess that's how it works with anything. I think some things that other people disagree with. I'm yeah. sure if I had listed all of my opinions, there would be one, some that are 99% of people that I'm friends with disagree. Yeah. yeah. Like the fact that I think beer is any good. Right. Or the, the, um, the, uh, what's it called? The, um, the mafia story. Oh yeah. Where I, I thought lot, I was right yeah. playing the game. A lot of people agree. Yeah, don't take my side. Yeah. But yeah. I, I do take your side on that. And I take your side on the cheating thing. Best friend. Maybe we are closer <laughs> than we thought. We could find common ground. Anybody can. Exactly. Uh, all right. Sweet. Thanks for writing in. Thanks for watching. Indeed. We're, uh, on YouTube right now. So you can watch us this video uh, or this podcast is a video yeah or you can continue listening on the go that's right do you ever watch a full podcast episode on youtube uh not me no i think we're old school like that yeah newer fans like watching stuff yeah you watch passively while while you're at work a window that's open in the right. background yeah i've seen that yeah so thanks for if, if you're doing that if you do that you thank that. you uh and if you have your own questions or theme songs send them on down to if i were you show that's right at gmail.com Gmail. Um, let's hear that theme song again, shall we? Why not? Yeah, and you can watch more of us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash JA. Ja. We're watching old Jake and Mir episodes. Classics. Classic Jake and Mir episodes. Well, some of them are pretty bad, actually. Yeah, actually, for sure. Some of them are old, some of them are classic. Some of them are awful. And we shot some new ones now, so there's probably new ones potentially on the HeadGum channel yeah. by the time you watch this. Yeah. So definitely subscribe to the HeadGum channel. Do that for Watch sure. our new episodes. Check us out on Patreon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. One last time, this is Neil Reed, I believe it was. Neil Reed mm-hmm. um, with a theme song that was the Bossa Nova slash uh, Punka Raka <laughs> Blink-182 theme song. Yeah. I was way off. Neil Reed was last week. Okay. This is... Holy smokes. I didn't read this at all. Oh my God. I was way off. Really? <laughs> yeah. Just threw this theme song together today. I hope you guys like it and use it for the show. If you end up using it, would love a plug for my Spotify slash Instagram. Oh, come on. Ethan Sermon. What, who do we plug up top? Neil Reed. <laughs> Why? Maybe that was the last episode. <laughs> oh my God. And my band, uh, the Neighborhood Watch. We're from Toronto and have been loving your comedy since I was too young to know. Awesome. We should probably use this song next week, too, so we can promote him properly. Yeah. Holy yeah. smokes. For Ethan real. Sermon. We're Thanks, sorry. Ethan. And yeah. I was about to fucking let this play out as a Neil Reed original. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing too many episodes. Yeah, it's too much. We're at capacity. Yeah. Our brains are fried. Goodbye forever. Later. Jake and Sitting by the park with two coaches Jack and Amir, Bossa Nova If I were you Baby, don't you wanna wanna advice too And then I think to myself What would they do? They don't like classy jazz Only Blink-182 One, two, three,
was a HeadGum original.